Welcome back to Clay Podcast, the podcast for Christian men who desire to courageously lead and always yearn for more of Jesus in your life. Today we're going to dive into a topic that is one that you may be familiar with, and that is excuses. When I was in eighth grade, I had a science teacher that actually reported to my parents after quarter one conferences that I had excuses. I had excuses for everything. My excuses had excuses, and my excuses stank. We'll we'll go with that. And I was thinking about that the other day because I think that was the first time that somebody outside of, uh, say, maybe my parents had questioned my excuses and the fact that I made them. And that lesson actually carried on with me throughout uh, the years following. Not that I quit making excuses magically because somebody pointed out that I had a lot of them, but I thought about that a lot. And I didn't want to be known as somebody who made excuses, even at that age, uh, in eighth grade. I, I didn't want to be known as uh, a guy that made excuses for everything. Granted, I had excuses, and I used them, and some of them were pretty creative, I think. And it's a, a trait that I don't think that anybody aspires to, to have or to, or, or to develop by any means. But the truth is, when you start making excuses for anything, it starts to become easier to make more and more excuses. And then you start to believe your excuses and give your excuses excuses. And before you know it, you are the excuse man. You have an excuse for everything. And that can carry into every area of your life, from your work to your marriage to the way you parent to the way that you look at your spiritual disciplines, from getting into the Word to prayer There's always an excuse that you can find to make it easier for yourself, to give yourself the path of least resistance. So fast forward a few years to uh, later on in my high school career. In fact, I had a moment where, again, I was faced with this idea of making an excuse or owning the situation that I found myself in. The situation I found myself in was looking at finishing out my uh, high school career with uh, some really mediocre results really having no idea where I wanted to go. But once again, I had the opportunity to either own the fact that I had put myself in this situation or make excuses. And I remembered what my 8th grade science teacher, Mr. Reed, said uh, about me. And that that, that kind of, it, it haunted me. We'll go with that. It haunted me. And from there, uh, I, I vowed to look at excuses differently and do my best to uh, get rid of them, to uh, exclude excuses from my life and not allow myself to, to make those excuses anymore. I would like to tell you today that I am excuse-free and I don't have an excuse for anything, but what I'm actually here today to do is to confess to you that I, I do have excuses. In fact, I made excuses postponing the recording of this podcast here. I had uh, reasons that I chose to uh, put in in front of this, even though uh, this episode and this topic was next on the list and the order of episodes. And this is one that I believe that uh, men, uh, we need to talk about. We need to talk about and be willing to call one another out on our excuses. Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 5, you can find this uh, verse 37, in your version may look a little bit differently, but essentially let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. We don't need to make excuses to uh, cover ourselves for not doing something. What we really need to do is just own it. You know, I, I didn't get up in the morning and spend time in the Word, and, and you need to own that instead of making an excuse, well, I was, you know, I was a little bit tired this morning or whatever that excuse may be uh, for you. Sometimes for me, it seems like the best set intentions for a morning routine 
get disturbed the night before because I can't get uh, a good enough sleep or something happens that evening that uh, puts my bedtime later or or, or whatever it may be. Perhaps uh, my son has a rough night sleeping and uh, wakes us up a couple of times or something to that effect. And suddenly the whole day is... Uh, is is all, all all to the side already before I even started. It's it's it's, it's gone the wrong direction right away. And so I, I wonder if uh, you in your accountability groups or in your Bible studies, I wonder if you uh, ever pause for a moment and look at a man who's talking or sharing, and and I wonder if you ever have this this itch to just call this individual out to just say, Hey, man, stop making excuses for this. You need to just. Do it. You need to just make the decision and follow through. I wonder if that has ever happened to you or if somebody else has ever thought that about you as, as you're sharing a story or an experience. As you sit there and you ponder that, you think about that for a moment, uh, think about that, that moment perhaps that you experienced that yourself or uh, felt that about uh, the individual sitting across the circle from you or sitting across the table from you, I wonder I wonder what would have changed if you had called that individual out. Or maybe if you had been called out, what would be the ramification or the result for calling one another out a bit more often on our excuses? And and, and sometimes our excuses sound really great, right? There's, there's a really great uh, excuse for everything. And I would caution you in comparing or getting lost in comparing the words reasons and excuses. Excuses are often the, uh, the, the the reasons that we convince ourselves of why we didn't do something, whereas the reason itself is uh, our motivation or the why we intended to do it in the first place. Generally, when we set out to build a new habit or, or have an, an action in a relationship, set out to do something, there's a reason behind it. There's something that gets you going, that gets you moving. Whereas the excuse is whatever it is that you chose to allow you to not do that thing. Excuses are choices that we make that prohibit us from moving forward, from taking that step of courage, from taking that step into uh, whatever it may be that perhaps God's calling you into. Now, our excuses, they do compound and they do uh, change, obviously, and I don't want this to be a guilt trip for you today because, again, like I mentioned, I wrestle with this too. What I think we need to do as men is be willing to be courageous enough to call one another out on our excuses and humble enough to say, yeah, you know what, you're absolutely right. I was trying to take the easy way out there. Thank you. Thank you for not allowing me to take the easy way out. The number one thing that I want you to take away from this episode today is that God does not create men, did not create men to sit around and make excuses for why they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. God did not create you to make excuses for why you haven't read the Bible in a year or you haven't maintained your prayer habit that you said you were going to maintain or you haven't reached out to that person that you said you were going to reach out to that you keep saying that you are praying for and that you're waiting for the right opportunity to talk to when all you need to do is uh, send that text or make that phone call and grab a cup of coffee and have a conversation and you never know where that's going to go, etc., etc. There's no reason for us to get caught up living lives of making excuses. And the number one thing that I want you to remember today is that God did not create you to make excuses. 
So what do you do if you are sitting there right now or if you are thinking about the excuses that you've made and how easy it is to come up with an excuse? Well, you need to figure out where those excuses are coming from. I found personally that I make the most excuses the further I drift away from God. And here's what I mean by that. The more I'm in the Word, the more I'm in prayer, the more I recognize myself as a child of God, as a son of God, as a created being by God with purpose. And that word purpose is extremely important when it comes to preventing and fighting against the temptation to make excuses. If you forget that you have purpose, that you have reason, that God did not make you by accident, that you're not here by accident, that you're not even hearing this by accident, if you forget the simple things, the simple truths of of life and, and who you are and, and a man created in the image of God, if you forget those things, then you're going to listen more to the world and what the world is saying about you. And what the world is saying about you is anything that it can possibly say to keep you from having an impact for the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of heaven. It's going to try and hinder you and hold you back and keep you in the most passive, ineffective, unmoving position possible. Now I could go on and on and list out excuse after excuse that you've probably heard or you've probably said, and there are excuses that I've said as well. And I could make a lengthy, lengthy list here, and that would really do nobody any good because you know what the excuses are that you have in your life that you keep going back to, that you keep finding, whether it is uh, you making yourself to be out more like your your dad who may have raised you. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, how many times have you heard somebody say, well, it's, you know, it's just kind of, it's how my dad was, so it's just natural for me, or that's just how I am, it's how I was raised. And sometimes that's a great thing. Sometimes being raised a certain way is a great thing. But if you're, if you're raised to be somebody who makes excuses and settle for less than your best and not put your full effort into things, then you need to be willing to change because that's not who God's created you to be. God did not create you to be lazy and to take the path of least resistance. In fact, he created you and called you into a world at war. A world at war needs warriors, not passive, quiet, residing men behind their wives or behind their work or behind whatever it may be. Uh, the world needs warriors here. We need to step forward and be willing to to go to battle, to to fight with and fight for one another, to fight alongside one another in this battle. We need to be willing to take a step back and look at the things that are hindering us and want to conquer those things in our own lives, those those temptations, those uh, those, those things, the the, the voice that, that that tells you that you're you're not gonna succeed at whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever habit you're trying to build, or that moment that uh, you say that you know what, maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe I'm just not meant to get up in the morning and have a a period of a, a prayer or uh, get into the word, and and that's just not true. I'm not telling you that you need to have some lengthy morning routine, and this is going to come up many times because that's a question that I hear talking to a lot. Well, I'm just not that guy. I just don't have that time in the morning. And those, like it or not, men are excuses. It's not that you don't have the time in the morning. It's that you're not willing to get up a little bit earlier than you than you currently need to. 
Or maybe it's that you're not willing to give up the TV show at night that you watched three or four episodes of before going to bed and have stayed up too late. Or maybe it's because you're not willing to give up uh, your recreational activities every night, the all of the, the rec teams and the sports and the softball and everything that you do that keeps you out later at night on work nights, then you need to be out. Maybe it's because you have your plate too full with hobbies. Maybe you're uh, too far spread out on things that uh, are, are helpful or conducive to growing who you are and who God has called you to be. Think back to when, when, when you have read about uh, Jesus calling the disciples to follow him. The disciples that gave excuses were ones who ended up not following him, right? Uh, I would love to follow Jesus first. Let me go take care of this. First, let me go bury my dad. Whereas uh, you see the uh, disciples who said yes, there was, there was no, 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 no hesitation, no excuse. They looked at, at Jesus. They knew there was something different here. They knew there was a, a person to follow, a reason to follow him, and they did. They left their jobs, they left their well-being, and they, and they went. They said yes, and they said yes to Jesus. At what point did you stop saying yes to Jesus? Let's be men who say yes to Jesus, to say yes to what he's called us into, to say yes to the path that he has designed for us, that he has prepared for us. And let's say yes with, with courage. Let's courageously lead as we step forward in this life that we are called to. The fact that you're listening to this right now is, is a blessing, not because this is some great episode or some great podcast, but you, you've got ears and you can hear and you've got a heartbeat at the moment, and, and you're alive. You're, you're alive, and there are people who did not wake up today. They didn't get the chance to, again, not that this podcast is great, but they can't hear this. They can't hear this message because they're no longer in this life. They're no longer here. And that can be a, a, a very exciting thing for, for many. That can be a very exciting thing for uh, for those that, that are saved and, and, and know the way to salvation and who understand the gospel and have a relationship with him. That is, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And for many, it's not a beautiful thing. For many, they've gone to sleep in this life for the last time and they don't know who Jesus is. And Jesus is not the king of their life. Maybe they've never even heard the name of Jesus. It is these things that, that should they should bother us. It is this these things that that should that should cause and stir up some emotion in in, in your heart. It is these things that, sh- that should cause you to think a little bit differently about the way that you spent your day today, or the way that you're about to spend your day, the way that you go into the. Uh, the simple things from going to the grocery store to maybe going and grabbing lunch with some coworkers to uh, maybe it's the, whatever you're doing after work, whatever your day looks like. I don't know what your day looks like, but you do. And you know where you're going to be at and you know that you're going to cross paths with people and you know that you know who Jesus is and they might not. They may not know. And if you make an excuse to not even say hi, to not even get outside your comfort zone just a little bit, then that's something that I think we should be calling one another out on more. We'll go with that. I I don't want that to... Actually, you know what? I, I do want that to haunt you, and I want that to haunt me. I, I want to be haunted by the fact that uh, I forego opportunities on a day-to-day basis to get outside of my comfort zone enough to say hi to somebody. 
I don't have to know all the answers. I don't have to have all of the answers. And I don't have to be the one that saves this individual. In fact, God's pretty clear about who's doing the work. I just need to be willing to be used for the work, right? Maybe I'm not the one who leads somebody to salvation in the uh, grocery aisle, but maybe there's a seed that gets planted there. Maybe there's a seed that gets planted, and maybe I'm the one who got to come along and water it. Maybe I'm the 11th person that has watered this seed, and maybe it's the 12th person that is going to see this person profess their faith in Jesus and give their life over to him. In which case, that is a beautiful thing. Brothers, that's a beautiful thing. That's beautiful. And that should get your heart going. That should get you excited as you think about the the possibilities there of saying yes and letting your yes be yes and letting your no's be no's as well. When you say no to something, let it be no. Let it be the, the, the finite N-O, the word that our kids hate hearing. Let it be. Let it be no. Quit giving yourself reasons to drift back into temptation and drift back into laziness and drift back into making excuses and, and, and choosing less than what your best could be. Quit giving yourself an escape route. Sometimes you got to lock the back door and seal it shut. Sometimes you got to make a decision to go all in and stick to it. God didn't call you to go halfway in. If you're a 99% following him, then you're not following him. If you don't have both feet in, then you're not. You can't live this life with one foot in, one foot out. This is why community is so important. This is why it's important to be doing life with one another, to be uh, open enough to say, hey, I need you to pray for me here. I need you to walk alongside me here, and I will walk alongside you, and we can do this. We can we can get better together. We can pay more attention to what's going on around us together. And I would wager to bet that the more you share this with, with, with the men in your life, with uh, the men in your life group, your small group, whatever that may be, perhaps it's an accountability group or a Bible study, the more that you share this with the men in your life, the more that you'll realize you're not alone. You're not the only one that's wrestling with excuses and choosing the path of least resistance and, and choosing to take the easy way out. You're not alone. I'm raising my hand right here, right now. I'm alongside you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Life is uh, beautiful. It's glorious. It is a huge, fantastic, amazing gift, but it's not easy. It's not easy, and it wasn't intended to be easy. We were created to be with Him. We were created to be with Him, and yet our sins have separated us from God, and they put us in a, in a place where we need more of Him, and we always need to be yearning for Him. Because if we're not always yearning for Him, then we're leaving more and more opportunity to be knocked off course, to be knocked astray, to be led astray in many cases. In most cases, actually, it's not a matter of uh, drifting away, but being led by the things of the world away from him altogether to choose less, thinking that it is going to satisfy, thinking that it is going to be better for us, thinking that it is going to make us happy. But in fact, we find that uh, the things of the world are often empty. 
And sometimes it's like being handed an empty cup with holes in it to begin with. And everything you try and fill into that cup just runs right out the bottom. Just runs right out the bottom. And so we continue to try and fill up that cup with whatever we can find to to, to fill it up. And every time it just runs out and we'll find another excuse. Let's turn our attention towards him who created us, him who invited us into uh, this battle, into this world to do far more than collect a paycheck and uh, put some food on the table and hope that uh, we, we can live a good, safe, comfortable life, but who created us far more, who created us to get involved, who created us to get dirty, who created us to get gritty, who created us to get in the face of the world and, and do what God has called us to do, to be uh, messengers of, of the gospel in, uh, in our workplaces, in our commute, in our, in, in our grocery stores, in our coffee shops, in our restaurants, in our work, in our uh, businesses that, that we may start and that you may run, whatever that may be, in our travels as we travel to and fro, as you go on vacations, uh, perhaps it is as you go into the mission field itself uh, in, in a foreign capacity, uh, perhaps it is in a ministry that you've been called into, Whatever, whatever it may be, you, you get to be a Christian 24 hours a day. Isn't that fantastic? Isn't that great? You're part of God's family 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Isn't that, isn't that huge? You're on, you're on His side 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Isn't, isn't that exciting? Like, doesn't that, doesn't that get you amped? That's the team that you're on. You're on the winning team every day of the year. Does that does that excite you? Does it get you does it get you thinking about the the next interaction that you have? Does it get you thinking about how how beautiful that is? Are you excited to uh, to get to a point where uh, you 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 get to, to you get to be there with him, worshiping with all the heavenly hosts, hearing Hearing the heavenly host cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Being part of, of that worship service, does that, does that not excite you? I hope it excites you. I hope it thrills you. and I hope it moves you. I hope it moves you to a point that you're willing to uh, look uh, to, to your brother, to the left and to the right, and to be willing to, to lay your excuses down to get some accountability in, in your life and to make a plan to push away because your your kids don't need you to be making excuses and your wives don't need you to be making excuses and you, the man in the mirror, you don't need to be making excuses. You need to be willing to face the things in your life, to reconcile, to move past them, to move through them, to get the help that you need where help is needed to say no where you need to say no, and to make room for saying yes to Jesus, for saying yes to what he's called you to, to for saying yes to what he is doing in your life. It's time to be done with the excuses, men. It's time to lay them down once and for all, to move into a life of fighting against excuses, not resting in them, of killing your excuses, not watering them and growing them into false identity that you hide behind. Remember this. God did not create you to make excuses. That is not who you are. That is not your identity. 
God created you to be with him. He created you to do more than, than, than sit around and watch the world pass you by. There is a life that you've been called to. There's a purpose that you've been called to. And you get the opportunity to live that out every single day. Go read Matthew 28 and pay attention to those last few verses. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And with that, gentlemen, it's been great. Looking forward to catching you on the next episode.